All right, all right. Joining us now is uh, Jeff Keith, tapping the same determination and vision that propelled him to play Division I lacrosse in college and run across America following graduation after losing a leg to cancer when he was just 12 years old. Jeff is reshaping the landscape for all who battle cancer. By way of a long career in high-yield sales and capital raise at firms including Solomon Brothers, Merrill Lynch, UBS, and now Fairbridge Capital, and as co-founder and past board member of nonprofit Swim Across America, which has raised more than $125 million for cancer research since it started nearly 30 years ago, Jeff is the inspiration founder and CEO of Mission, which many people know as... Uh, the Connecticut Challenge, a race which uh, WPKN's very own general manager and I, uh, that's Steve DiCostanza, and I have uh, been riding in the Connecticut Challenge for upwards of 10 years. Um, I'll also note that Jeff has a, a Bachelor's of Arts from Boston College and an MBA from USC. Jeff, welcome. Thank you very much, Rob. Pleasure to be here today. I'm really Tickled to be talking to you because, as you know, you're uh, you mean a lot to me, and you're uh, you've been one of my one of my mentors in life. Tell us just a little bit more about yourself in terms of you know your personal growth journey and how you evolved to where you are today. Well, <clears throat> when I lost my leg to cancer at age twelve, I think what it does is humble you and um, brings you back down to earth and makes you grateful for every day that you wake up in. Um, so I think, uh, the journey that I had since losing my leg was, uh, was, wasn't always fun. Uh, there were ups and downs, but high highs and low lows are part of life for every human being. And fortunately I was thrust out into the ski slope six weeks after I lost my leg and the two most important people that other than my family and my parents and my brother and sister, it really had an impact on me was uh, I was taught to ski on one leg by two Vietnam veterans uh, in 1975. Wow. And um, they treated me like anybody else, um, a little a little with grit, uh, which, which we all need. And um, that sort of set the tone for me, seeing two amputees skiing on one leg and that I could do that too. Wow. Wow. And before Forrest Gump made running across the country a thing, you actually did uh, run across the country uh, as a testament mm -hmm. to this incredible willpower that you have. Isn't that correct? Yeah. When I when I lost my leg and, you know, went through cancer and saw the survival rates were really low back then and the lots of kids around me didn't make it. So I made a, a vow that I would actually never forget and keep moving forward and, and make an impact. And um, I was inspired by Terry Fox, who was a young Canadian that lost his leg to cancer and ran across Canada in 1981, and he died on my birthday. And mm. when Terry did that, uh, I said, well, when I graduated from college, I'm going to run across the United States and raise money for the American Cancer Society. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know how I was going to do it. Because back then, remember, we didn't have the internet. We didn't mm. have phones. Steve was asking, what, what year was that? Yeah, so... In 1981 is when Terry died, yeah. and I did my run across the United States in 1984. 
right out of college, then right yep. after you graduated. Yeah. And what a journey. I mean, how long how long did that uh, take you from? It, it took me eight months. I vowed to my parents I wouldn't run a marathon a day, which Terry did. So I ran, I averaged 16, 17 miles a day. We visited hospitals along the way. Um, and <laughs> there were 17 uh, people, able-bodied people that run across the United States at that time, and everyone had run west to east. Yeah, I ran east to west, didn't right. know about the headwinds. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Did you have a lot of uh, preparation in terms of... Obviously, designing your your route across the country, but also did you have uh, key people along the way that uh, I did? I was fortunate. I had my four roommates from college, my brother, and uh, you know, and another friend, and um, also um, I had some mentors: Dave McGilvery, who ran across the United States in '81, who now runs the the Boston Marathon. He's mm. the event director, uh, so he was in my camp. Um, and I, you know, teamed up with one of the first nutritionist gurus, uh, Dr. Robert Haas, who wrote the book Eat to Win. And back then, um, you know, I, I knew I knew nutrition was going to be important. Um, I also knew training and the right equipment was going to be the right important and then prosthetics. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I can say whatever I want on radio because people generally can't see you. Um, except we are on YouTube streaming live. Um, so there is a check on what I'm about to say. But you are in terrific shape. I mean, uh, uh, you practice what you preach. Now, tell us, you know, I want to get right to the point. Tell us about, so you started this nonprofit um, to raise money to design programs uh relate on all things you thought were important, mindfulness, nutrition, Etc. Um, and uh, and 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 we have this Connecticut Challenge ride, which continues to persist. Talk a little bit about that and where your mission is now. Yeah. So having raised money for cancer research for many years, which is really important, I felt there was a gap. And Lance Armstrong from Livestrong Live had really paved the way for the word survivorship. So when you're done with cancer and you're done with treatment, there. There's really you're dropped off a cliff, and that wasn't me saying that. That was many survivors, and so I I realized that I wanted to to raise money in the survivorship space to give people tools uh, on their own that they could wake up every day and use. And the common themes, as you heard me early in the show, was exercise and nutrition and mind body um, are really important pillars that you can use for muscular dystrophy. Um, you know, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, um, you know, these are integrative medicine that is mostly, most of which is free. So um, those are, so survivorship became important to me um, because, you know, we have roughly 18 million survivors in the United States today and that number is growing. And, you know, when they're done with treatment, you know, the oncologists are trained to give you drugs and to get you through cancer. Um, but, you know, what we wanted to do was have a place, a landing place, um, and to raise money in those areas. And so that was the, you know, the beginning of CT Challenge and Mission and is what our mission is today. Um, you know, the charity bike a ride is really, it's, a, it's an event. It's a charity bike event. It's not a race. Anybody can participate 
whether you ride 10 miles or you ride 100, and that's what we wanted to build. Um, but it's also community, and as Amy said, with the Audubon Society, to me, um, is also more – it's everything she spoke about, but it's also about building community. And, um, you know, in fact, when we, we had the Mission Training Center, um, we did a walk – outside and it was a support group in walk and you know there's all this research about forest bathing that they term mm. in in japan and what um i think an audubon society could do for survivors is you know you need to get outside and be in nature mm. um and also a, a a place of community i think this country today is starving just for clarify community. for steve that you you didn't just say skinny dipping you said forest, forest bathing because <laughs> now that now that he's going to be retired both good for you uh, <laughs> forest bathing uh, part yeah, of my daily basically is take, taking walks in nature and, yeah, you know, nice. it's, it's not me saying this yeah. there's mm-hmm. tons of research Lots out there that support mm-hmm. how it can reduce mental health etc so 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 but Right now, you know, in Mission, I've known you for 15 years. I've seen the center, how things have evolved. Right now, today, you're focused specifically on a certain demographic of people that you think need the most help. You're trying to really have the impact with the money you raise. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so what, you know, I thought about myself um, and the people around me in my 20s when you didn't have any place to go. So what we did is target uh, young adult survivors, aged roughly 12 to 39. And what we do is give grants, stipends to them, to then they can use in exercise, nutrition, and mind-body um, in their local town. And it's cool because you don't prescribe exactly what they need to do. As long as it fits within the category, they choose what's best for them. Correct. It's wellness, wellness, um, overall wellness, um, and that's that's been our goal. Yeah, we, you know, look, opinions are, are we all have opinions, um, and but they're gifts, and if we can share those with folks, but you know, try to keep our boundaries a little bit more wide open. Um, we don't, we're not social service agency, so we don't give money to pay for drugs um or for food etc but for 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 what the mission of our organization is it's really those three-prong approach and if they want to use that money in that area they can we also have a pretty vibrant digital media platform which obviously as you know the power of the internet people can be inspired um and that's pretty vibrant at www.yourmission.org with survivor stories like you know amy's a cancer survivor um you know, we have lots of uh, stories up there, plus, um, you know, real good content that's already been curated. Because to me, you know, when I was in the hospital room and just lost my leg and told me, I was told because prosthetics back then, I wasn't going to be able to play sports, etc. Well, all it took was one picture in Newsweek of Teddy Kennedy Jr. learning how to ski on one leg. Mm-hmm. And I took that I ripped it out of the magazine and pinned it to my wall. And for the next year, that was my hope. Mm. And so we know that stories like that can be absolutely amazing. Um, We're listening to Jeff Keith. He is the founder of Mission, which many of you might know is the Connecticut Challenge. And uh, telling his inspiring stories and also about uh, the nonprofit called Your Mission, which uh, services people in this very area. Jeff, how 
as we close here, how can people get involved? Tell us about. I know the ra- I know the date has been set for the race next year. Um, I, excuse me, it's not a race; it's a, a ride out of Greenfield Hill. It's a lovely bucolic setting. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, and once again, how people can be in touch with you. Yeah, I mean, our our ride is every every year. We if you can't ride, you can volunteer. If you can't volunteer, you can come out and cheer on. Um, it's July twenty seventh, Saturday. Uh, in Fairfield, and um, again, it's we have people that ride on just basic beach cruisers. It's not a race. We don't give you a time, and it's a fundraiser. Um, and historically, it's held at um, the Greenfield Hill uh, Green, which, um, as we know, and many of us know, is a very history with the Revolutionary War. They rang the church bell there in 1775 when the British were landing on the shores. Um, and there's it, the green is etched in history, um, but that's and, you know story. you can add a very important factor that when you get in for the ride, not only will you have maybe the best hamburger of the summer, but also Band Central is pl- pl- playing. And we, we set up a little mini music festival for all the riders when they get in, and we do a couple of sets, and it's uh, I usually have the musicians that are in this year's tour up here and everybody's happy to do it so it's a really fun event and i uh we're, we're all just a, a step away from cancer ourselves or having family members loved ones dealing with this so it's it's so relevant i thank you jeff keith